Hello and welcome to Old vs. Gold, the podcast that takes your fond childhood memories of movies and TV and holds them up to the harsh light of today. This week's movie, Star Wars. So, what is everybody's favorite Star Wars character? Hmm. Um, originally it was Luke when well, I was a kid. Originally, yeah. When I was too young happened? to know any better, I, I, I yeah. adolescence. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know now because you know I didn't you know know how whiny he was then or understand and oh. you know Tashi Station and so forth. Um, <laughs> so now I don't know. You know. <laughs> now with my critical awareness of the movie it's like oh they're barely characters but uh <laughs> so i don't know um let me think about that while someone else answers oh uh i think it's a toss-up between r2d2 and c3po for me. oh that's a good point you know I, I, there's there's like no chance of like bad line delivery from this guy but i also like you know like as i got older i think i used to think that c3po was way too whiny and i, I realized don't. i'm like this really works. He's it's it, he's like insufferable, but it's like it really, huh. it really works. Like you you, and I think it's really funny. Like I I I think after a while I'm like, this is so hilarious. Especially the part where like they're in the desert and he starts he starts blaming it on R two D two. Wow, this is like a Ricky Gervais skit. Oh, so like somewhere between those two, I like yeah. those two. In my memory, for some reason, I keep mixing up the Scarecrow with C three PO, Wizard of Oz. You know, I keep in my head. There's a scene in in, in Star Wars where C three PO is all over the place, and Dorothy comes up and says, "Oh my God, there's some of you over here," and then the lion says, "Oh well, that's just you all over." Hmm. I don't know Whoa. why. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. We're about to watch it, so we'll see. We'll see why I okay. think that. Yes. Okay. And I mean, R- uh, yeah, R two. With me, R2. I always liked R two anyway, so that makes sense. Okay. I mean, for R two. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. Like all, through all the characters, I mean, Luke is pretty cool, but Han is the rogue. He lives his own life. He's got his own ship, and it's pretty fast. Has a hairy, um, has a hairy boyfriend. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> there you go. Okay, it's Han then. Yeah, I think it's a it's a uh, a tie between Princess Leia and the Jawas for me. Mm, oh, okay. I mean, if I think back to now, I don't know, but back then, that's what I liked the most. She was awesome. So it, it's curious why we're bringing up Star Wars in this. Uh, Is this it? Film. Is it? It's never. It's never surprising that hmm. this topic rounds about to this week's movie. Oh, which is Star Wars, the very first Star Wars. You mean Star Wars? I mean Star Wars. Star Wars. Yes. You, you mean yes. A New Hope, right? Mm, no. <laughs> there are those never. who refer to it as a New Hope, but we yes, call them bad people. We call them disgusting little teenagers. No. <laughs> um, Even so, the fifty-year-old one who runs the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> so not only because this is a special season finale two-part episode, not only are we doing Star Wars. This this episode, but next episode will be The Empire Strikes Back. And then after that, we will decide which film is better, Star Wars or Empire. So this first one will be just Star Wars, and we will vote Old V. Gold. Yep. 
and then move on. Um, but hey, I'm, let's go with introductions. I'm Robert. Okay. This is Tim. I'm Tim. I'm HP. I'm Mark. Okay, well, let's go around the 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 table and discuss um, what we remember of Star Wars when we first saw it. I bet it's all roughly similar. Probably. Except some of us are older than others. You were a kid and maybe a parent or guardian took you to the theater. You saw it. It was amazing and blew your mind. And then the world changed forever. Sort of. <laughs> okay, well, why don't you tell us? I, was, I, was, I knew about this... You know, I was ready for this before it came out, I guess, from Starlog or something. I don't know why. Why I was so informed about it pre-internet before Star it came Log out. out that back then? Oh, number, yeah. Wow, it goes way back. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was living in Paducah, Kentucky, and it did not get there immediately because it's Paducah, Kentucky. But it got to Murray first, where the college was. By stagecoach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so my brother, who'd already, my older brother who'd already seen it, drove me to Murray to see it. After he'd seen it. And uh, I loved, 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 loved. My God, it was awesome. You know, and I saw it. Then finally got to Paducah. And I finally saw it a couple more times. And the great thing about my good old hometown is, so it finally gets to the Arcade Theater in downtown Paducah. Runs for 12 weeks. Held over repeatedly. Runs for 12 weeks. Longest anything's ever shown there. And in an article in the paper, the owner of the theater says, but it's still not as popular, popular as Walking Tall. Oh. It was the is this movie in the seventies about Sheriff Buford Pusser and how he, Pusser. even though as a sheriff somehow he became a vigilante, and just you know dealt punks blows and was a hero because he didn't put up with those punks, <laughs> you know or something. It's like, and so yeah, so so for the record, no matter how much, no matter what the internet says, the Star Wars is no walking tall. Okay. Actually, it got remade in the. Hey, yeah, it, it got remade in the aughts. Wasn't the Rock in that? The Rock, yeah, the Rock yeah. was in the remake. Mm. Oh, you're talking about Walking Tall? I was like, yes, yes, yeah, no, okay. yeah, the remake of Star Wars that the Rock was in. <laughs> the remake of Star Wars with <laughs> called Hercules Han Solo as the Rock. <laughs> and, uh, what? <laughs> what? No, ro- the Rock is Han Solo. Sorry, and what's his name? Uh, that, I like the first version. Oh, yeah, you did. Fast, Fast and Furious would be uh, Obi Wan. Uh, what's his name? No, uh, Paul Walker. Guy. No, the, the guy from Pitch Black. And the, oh, Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel. Vin Diesel, thank you, yes. He would be uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And Vin Diesel as that thing in the asteroid that just <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a worm. Anyway, so I've been a fan, you know, all through time. Okay. There you go. Let's continue. Yes. The first one I saw in the theater was Return of the Jedi. But I grew up with the tapes. What? You were born the year of Star Wars. I was born yeah. the year of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wow. So, so I, I I had the tapes. We we're had the old. tapes. Yes. Uh, the VCR. Yes. We were the family on the block that had a VCR. Wow. And uh, so the kids would come over and watch Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, and it was just popular belief that Empire Strikes Back was the boring one. You know, as <laughs> yes. all the kids said, my brothers said it. And Star Wars was, was amazing. So, uh, when Return of the Jedi came out, everyone treated it that as the sequel to Star Wars. Mm-hmm. All the kids were like, oh, Empire, nothing happens in that. <laughs> and so what was interesting about that was, I actually, because of that, I never watched Empire Strikes Back. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I watched Star Wars, and then we went to the theater and watched Return of the Jedi. Wow. Yeah. And you know what? And you're all, what the fuck's up with this arm? No, no, because you know, <laughs> you, you, you know what, had to, what had to happen at that point? I was like... Because uh, my my oldest brother Jonas, he um, 
He just told me what happened. At birthday. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, at this point, I'm a kid. I'm like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll do whatever you say. I, like, I, I will let you fill me in. And he told me the story of Empire Strikes Back. And I remember sitting in the theater just thinking, like, this is really cool. This is really cool. But I really feel like I should watch The Empire Strikes Back now. I feel like I'm missing out on something. So um, going back and watching Star Wars again, I was like, yeah, this is – it was ubiquitous. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't even have a critical eye yet. Mm. You know, I'm like, this is just the world. This is the best thing ever made. Um, and then watching Empire Strikes Back after that. And then going back to the theater and watching Return of the Jedi. Mm. Yeah, so it, it was a really weird thing for me to go through because I, I became, like, so steeped in the universe. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Mark? Um, so my parents took my sister and I to a drive-in to see Star Wars. Oh, wow. Um, but I think we fell asleep. <laughs> they put us on the, the hood of the car, you know, with blankets. And drove off. <laughs> and all I remember, the only thing I, right, the only thing I remember <laughs> is that there was a short film before it of, like, I think it was, like, either hang gliding, not hang gliding, um, what, what happens when you jump out of a plane? Yeah, falling? skydiving. Skydiving. <laughs> it was like some skydiving video or film. Huh. Either that or it was, um, you know, the, the guy who fell from the atmosphere. You know, who's, who oh. was the person who they released in the atmosphere and he fell to earth? And he was, oh, uh, yeah. Like oh, David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was, I don't remember what it was, but it was a short film of somebody falling to earth. And huh. that's all I remember. So it's totally possible that we fell asleep before the film started. Wow. Ooh. And what's funny is I don't remember when I actually first saw it. Because it, maybe it came back again, like before, you know, maybe it came back to the theater. It may have been a re-release. I don't know. Um, but my sister and I had the figures and we both had separate sets because we couldn't play together. Mm. So we had our own sets and I knew them really, really well. And I, So I think my first, and this is conjecture i think the first time i saw anything was return of the jedi in the theater and then it's very similar to yours where but we never had a v vcr mm-hmm. so i probably saw return of the jedi and then when was um the the empire no the third one that's return of the jedi i'm sorry i saw empire strikes back in the ah, theater okay. ah. that was 1980 1980 and then in return of the jedi came and i definitely saw that in the theater that was 83 83 and that's and we got cable right around that time. So it's pot again. I remember HBO just showing the three of them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So I don't actually know when I saw Star Wars for the first time, and it's quite possible that I didn't see it until after Return of the Jedi. Wow. Yeah, I have no I, no recollection of when I first saw it, but I've seen it a hundred times because of HBO. I'm jealous of my family who got to go see Star Wars opening day at the Coronet Theater. Oh wow! Here oh, wow. in San that's Francisco, nice. it's wow. like. That's like one of the like big cinematic events that everyone talks yeah. about, right? Yeah, yeah. And I didn't get that. No, I got to watch Return of the Jedi at Century Plaza 8 near Tanforan in South San Francisco. <laughs> That's better than seeing it in Fresno. <laughs> but did you, did you see it in a single movie house, though? Uh, I It was like a multiplex. Yeah, it was, it was for yeah. me, too. Yeah. I, I, most people, like myself, didn't have access to anything but multiplex growing mm. up. We didn't have like one-off theaters. Yeah, yeah. Or one. I only went to multiplexes. It wasn't until Akira. Oh. That I got to hmm. that I went to like a single movie house. Huh? What what film? <laughs> Akira. <laughs> I thought it was Akira. <laughs> Akira. <yeah>. Akira. <laughs> One of the little cars. <laughs> anyway, what a great tie-in. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. Wow, we've got some different ages, different mm-hmm. uh, orders of seeing the film. Yeah. So, so this is really interesting. This is gonna. What about you? Oh, the, I, I did mine at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was pretty short. I mean, yeah, that's you know, right. I went I to a theater in Fresno with my dad and mm-hmm. probably yeah. 
uh, siblings, probably not. I don't know, cousins. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I just rem- I can't remember stepping out of the theater being wowed and how spectacular it was, and mm-hmm. the Death Star exploding was really cool. You know, I was at that age where explosions were cool. Oh, I do want to add something to this. There was the, the Star Wars and just that whole, you know, the, the way they just banged it into your head, like the media, you know? Mm-hmm. There were commercials all the time. That's back when they used to have makings of. Like, you know, that, oh, they, right. you know like, and they always had the oh. making of Star Wars, mm-hmm. the making of The Empire Strikes Back. And the one thing they kept forcing in, 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 into your head was, you have to see this in a the theater, yes. which I do believe. But at the same time, they kept pushing it. They kept mm-hmm. pushing the technology. Like, you go, go, to a, you know, go to a theater and watch this because of, um, because of the sound. Mm-hmm. You want to watch this because of, you know, Dolby sound. And, 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 and uh-huh. it was my fir- the first time I was aware of, like, oh, we'll, we should probably pay attention to which theater we go to. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, it, it, I think Star Wars actually like was the movie that got me interested in surround sound. Oh wow, hmm. wow! Oh, the other part of my memory I forgot is so like a few months later, I think it was still out in theaters or hadn't been gone long, and there was a side a branch of our extended family from New Jersey that I had never like met because New Jersey, you know, <laughs> you can tra- who can possibly travel between Kentucky and New Jersey? <laughs> so we rarely saw them, and they they came and visited us for a while, and there were kids about my age in that group. And they were totally unimpressed by Star Wars. Star Wars. Uh, they didn't like it at all. Really? Yeah. It's like I don't think you're in our family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, so, and I've never spoken to them since. As well, you should. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead to you. <laughs> okay, I think we're ready yeah. to start. Um, I think we have some ground. I have some ground rules. Okay. That just so everyone watching slash listening knows, we will be referring to this movie as Star Wars. Yes. Because to me, that's you're not actually a Star Wars fan <laughs> if you think this thing is called Episode 4 and or A New Hope. <laughs> oh, that, and or. I heard, I heard Endor. Endor. <laughs> Sorry. Episode 4. Endor. <laughs> a New Hope. Uh, and or. Um, because that means you've been indoctrinated into the ways of the later trilogy. Yes. And you've bought the marketing and you think that's what this is all about. Who calls it A New Hope? Well, this box. But people... Uh, no, yeah. I mean, you know, Wikipedia, that's how it's listed. Yeah. Even I mean, though that's not how it was released. Right. You yeah. know, when you're talking to children things. about Star Wars, and you say the first one, and they the say, confused. yeah, when the, the duels lightsaber scene was cool, and it's like, no, I'm yeah. talking about... And you can't say Star a Wars. A hope. Yeah, so there will be none <laughs> of that. Hmm. If you don't refer to the first film as Star Wars, there's something wrong with you. Exactly. Yeah. That's my. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Agreed. So there. Well, we'll be watching the Blu-ray. I know there are a couple Blu-rays. I don't know the difference between this one and others. I think this is this is the best way I can describe it. This is the Blu-ray that's in the set that was released in recent years, in which no has not been added to Return of the Jedi. <sighs> Thank goodness. Not that we're watching that, but. There are, and this has there are probably other changes, oh, right. but I don't know which. This also yes. has the newest Jabba the Hutt uh, in, um, animation in, in oh, Star goody. Wars. The bedazzled one. Wait to see that, that part. part. <laughs> this is the one where he futs with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't get them unfuts. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. you can. You can. There's a DVD, but it's like it, it looks really horrible. It's like he purposely. He's he's like fine fans. You want it there. And it looks horrible. It's, it's not anamorphic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it, it's basically just a transfer of the laser disc onto DVD. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you, George. You're such a nice person. Okay. But thanks for this movie, and we're gonna watch it. Yeah. Well, thanks. We'll, we'll tell you. Thank you a lot. <laughs>
after this. You, you, you know what? I want to go back and edit, re-edit the beginning of this uh, podcast. Putting more banthas and such? More, yeah. Mm-hmm. And ringed explosions. Yes. Right. Yes. Like for the no, microphones just no go... Reason. I was kind of hoping that like reason. Obi-Wan would have like, a ring that comes out of him. Yeah, be, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he cuts him with the lightsaber. <laughs> That'd be great. That'll be That'd next be wonderful. time. We'll add that <laughs> next time. So here we are after yeah. seeing Star Wars. Yeah, I have good news. Yeah, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing some research during the viewing, and at the moment in Wikipedia, the entry for Star Wars is called Star Wars. Oh, oh. I had to wonder if that changes like on a weekly yeah, basis. Probably. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, probably. Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> so I commend whoever is who is doing, doing it on the side of right. This. Right. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, yeah. Let's let's start. Uh, with our first second impressions and the our second first impression. <laughs> I never, never get that right, say did that I? Right. Which one is it? It's our it's second, second first, first impressions. impressions. <laughs> or eighth or whatever. Um I don't actually know when I saw this last. I, I wanna say it was during when this when the special editions came out. Yeah. But it's hard to believe I wouldn't have seen it at least once since then. Hmm. I don't know. So it's hard to say. But it's been a long, long, long time. Hmm. Uh, one thing though is the Ending sequence is of far less interest to me than it ever has been. The battle the against battle the Death Star. Yeah. yeah. It say, just, it, say, it, say it again? The the whole last sequence of attacking the Death Star mm. is far less interesting to me than it ever has been in any previous viewing. Like, I think that's about me or... and not the movie. Mm. It's just not that interesting to me anymore. It just feels tacked on? Or Maybe it's just because I'm so overall tired of spaceship foo in oh, sci-fi okay. that oh, more ships attacking things and mm. pew pew and huh it just yeah i just every, all the rest of the movie held my interest in ways similar to either through analyzing it or just enjoying it mm-hmm. in that sequence i thought to me it felt like the movie is already done mm-hmm. it's it's they it feels extremely anticlimactic yeah, okay. to me now. Mm-hmm. um but i think that's more me than the movie maybe yeah because i kind of felt like they had to deal with that yeah i felt like film. that like, yeah no I yeah i don't think it's a wrong choice or anything but and i don't know I can't think of anything I think should be done differently. Hmm. But I, yeah, so I think that's more me than the movie. But yeah, it's the okay. clear, it's makes sense as the conclusion, you know, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So, uh, for, well, I also have not seen this, uh, all the way through and like sat down and actually watched it mm-hmm. since probably what, yeah, the special editions in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh it, really? Since 97. Probably. Wow. That's what probably I think not. too. Yeah. Okay. Just because, and, uh, that seems weird. Yeah. It, it seems unlikely. It's the kind of film you've seen so often that you just know what's going to happen. Yeah. You just right. kind of know. Right. Mm-hmm. And watching this, I have to admit it's really hard not to just sit there and notice all the differences. Which, yeah. mean, which means you're not really watching it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I not had a, to force pure... myself to sit there and think of this like, I am reviewing a movie. Right, exactly. I have to think about it that way. Yeah. How the characters, how's yeah. the plot, blah, blah, all that. And I've it's seen, really difficult. I've seen it n- numerous times. I have the Laserdiscs yeah. at home I ha- and used to have the special edition Laserdiscs and mm-hmm. the DVDs. And I bought the non-special edition DVDs and the horrible ones. I've seen it many times. I just don't think I've watched it in yeah. a long time. And I think for me, the special, maybe it could be that I haven't seen it since, since then because the changes of the first special edition mm-hmm. probably put me off wanting to watch it. 
mm. knowing I couldn't actually see the real movie right. anymore yeah. again. Unless you dug so. up your VHS 4x3 right. copy. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is still has... That issue. No, I still have my laser discs, and I was really happy about that because those those were the definitive ones. Were they four by three? No, they were they were full scope. Do you still have them? Oh yeah, I have them. Ooh, do you have a player for them? No, the brake pads wore off. So you hit stop, and it just spins. You have to wait for it to come like (laughs) stop. (laughs) Yeah, there's got to be. I bet it's expensive to repair those things though, because nobody does it anymore. I mean, you you can buy the DVD. Basically, Lucas like he gave us that. But I heard it was four by three though. Well, it's it's letterboxed. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. And it's essentially the saying. same quality you'd get from the LaserDisc. It's not anamorphic. It's not anamorphic, but okay. it's it is two point thirty five to one. It's it is it's the right ratio. Okay, just it within a four by three with black on the top and the bottom. Right, exactly. Okay. But it is the original version. If you if you want to watch it, you can get it on Amazon for like nine bucks. Wow. Yeah, but it also on top of that, I think people want their cake. Yeah, and they want to eat it too because they, 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 what it is is people got so used to the special edition being in 5.1 mm-hmm. that when they Lucas says, fine, here's your DVD, they <laughs> play it back and they're like, oh, it's stereo. Mm. Hey, can you give us the old special nah. you know, like, And like, people want the 5.1 sound all yeah. of a sudden. It's like, well, yeah. this is the original soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Like everything we just heard is pretty modern and new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of changes. We'll get into that. Um, Mark? What was the question we were answering? <laughs> Sorry. Your, your, first, your first impressions oh, um, of the new look. Yeah, I, I, I think it's because um, I get confused about story points or shots or, um, between this one and the Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. That that mixed up with you know it being a different version than I think I originally saw, obviously, that I originally saw. that um, uh, It's like I don't trust it. I can't, you know, mm. I don't know. Um, at the same time, it's it's. Um, I still like it. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, there's still something kind of uncanny about it, even even though it seems kind of haphazard. Mm-hmm. But that could just be nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, so before we start picking it apart, which mm-hmm. I know we're going to do, <laughs> let, let's get into one of the main talk- topics, and it's a good one, the music. Mm. Let's talk about John Williams' score and the music of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's great. I think it's great. I think it's, it's it, the swells are great because it's it sounds like classical music. It sounds like the planets. It mm-hmm. sounds like Holst. Yeah. And actually, as you listen to this, yes, like, it sounds very much like Holst. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially I I I was like, oh, wait, look, it's Mars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Which, of course, aliens then use later on when James Horner mm-hmm. did it. Um, but it's really funny because like I'm watching this and I'm thinking, I'm glad that there's this 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 thing where people say that John Williams directs movies because sometimes he does and yeah. really I really feel like the first the first like 90 minutes of Star Wars the rhythm is all John Williams mm. you know I'm glad that they were editing to his music because really it's like the rhythm's kind of haphazard you know mm. so like when the swells happen I'm like good something that feels like rhythm <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah because we, we've talked to other podcasts about you know John Williams is borrowing mm. things <laughs> and but and yeah, he does. But here it worked for me the first time I saw that as no, he's adapting the planets yeah. to yes. score this movie. And, right. totally, and it's so good. It's so good. It's good. And so it yeah, it really in many cases it is entirely responsible for the drama. Right. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and so here's the, yeah. th- the funny thing is that I mean, because I think uh, basically 
George Lucas actually wrote it to the planets. Oh. And he's like, I want this sound. And mm-hmm. I think John Williams was like, well, why don't we just do that? <laughs> and um, what's, what's really interesting about that is watching it again for the first time, like really watching it as a movie. I'm like, oh, we forget that he's kind of like the original Tarantino. Like this is before he started taking like like world building and making like a serious type oh, right, universe. Right. He was like, no, I want the stuff from my childhood. I want yeah, 30s yeah, yeah. and 40 serials. Yeah. I love the, I love the planets. Mm-hmm. Um, let's make a western samurai war film. Mm-hmm. You know, with so, with like some supernatural aspect to yep. it. And it's like, yeah. oh look, it's a mashup. Yeah, yeah. This really works. So mm-hmm. if it sounds like the planets, even cooler. This whole yeah. thing is all synthesis. It's all synthesized from his yeah. favorite things. From it's it's his nostalgia. Yes, I love yeah. that. It's his super eight. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, uh, the the one of the scenes that really gets me, and then oh, we have a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest star on the show. Fly, ladies and gentlemen, fly. <laughs> it was composited. <laughs> yes. We we kill it, but then it would haunt us forever until yes. we got the soup that it was. We would, we'd feel. <laughs> Should trying to kill me, son? <laughs> Alrighty. Anyway. Um, the the scene where Luke goes out and uh, looks at the two suns right. setting, yeah. and the music swells. Yes. There. That's like a big iconic moment in the mm-hmm. film, and it says, mm-hmm. and the music helps sell what he's feeling. Right, it mm-hmm. basically tells you what he's feeling, really. Yeah. And I think that's a really good um, that that's really good stuff. <laughs> I'm glad because sometimes I feel like he's his reactions aren't severe enough. Like, right, yeah. we need that music to tell yeah. what he's feeling. We'll get into that later. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anything else about music? Well, I mean, the opening theme. Oh, still, yeah, yeah. It still has its power. The opening moment, logo, bla- horn blast. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know how it's going to... It's weird that it retains that power. Some of it's probably yeah. nostalgia, but... Maybe. But um, it works, and they know it works because they use it in the new trailer. Yeah. Oh, right. The one that came out, I guess, in November or yeah. December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Notice, too, I, I don't... Maybe I haven't watched it again in a while, but the Star Wars like coming away from the screen was mm-hmm. it always that fast? Hmm. It was always pretty fast. Hmm. Um, one thing that's different than the original I read is that the uh, the crawl used to start before the logo was gone. Ah, okay. Oh, so huh? I think that got changed in the special edition, hmm. maybe earlier. I don't know. Maybe earlier, actually, but hmm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I just I, I want to share something Mark said that I thought was a great pun. Um, <laughs> like as the crawl's happening, he's like, "How is this justified?" He's like, wait, "Wait, speaking of bad kerning, he goes, he goes, he goes, look at this. It's a moment in which bad kerning is justified." And I'm like, <laughs> "Nice." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the moment. <laughs> it swells. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, shall we move on to the? The constantly changing. We've already just brought up a couple of these now. The the film is not what it was originally, mm-hmm. and it is so different and yes. keeps changing that I can't even be sure if what I'm seeing is the same or changed now. Yeah, yeah. And and that that that's why I feel like I haven't watched it. Yeah. I've seen it in its entirety maybe 10 times since the special edition in 97. But my experience is basically saying, okay, that's different. That's a little bit different. Oh, yeah. Jabba looks different now. The CG's better than the last CG. Yeah. But you're not really watching it. You're just yes. you're, you're, you're nitpicking. You, yeah. you can't help but do that. Yeah. I've seen it, but it's hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Purely as a film. You know? Yeah. I was, and I had to actively not do that this time. I'm like watching the screen. I'm like, no, I'm going to keep my mouth shut about Guido, Guido shooting first. <laughs> yeah, and that one's been, you know. Uh, it's really tough, though. Yeah. It's really tough. 
And at least they cha- they made that a little bit better. But this still time, different. there's not Han yeah. cut out, and then they just tilted the image, you know, and then a laser hits. And right. Now it he misses somehow. Yeah. I don't know how he misses. <laughs> He's right there. He's this yeah. close, right? <laughs> and if I'm holding a gun like this, how the hell do I miss you and hit over here? I know. Yeah. But well, anyway. And it's weird, though. I mean, some of this is apparently motivated by he's trying to make the movie he wanted to make in the first place, and the technology wasn't there, right? Mm-hmm. But in some cases, that inability was a gift. Yeah. Because, yeah. for example, you know, we now have this full long scene with Han and Jabba mm-hmm. before he goes to the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. which adds nothing and right. subtracts. It subtracts. It subtracts. One of my favorite moments in Star Wars has always been. Again, a John Williams uh, swell. They, yeah. run, they run into the hangar, and we, as the audience, see the Millennium Falcon for the first time. Yeah. And the music is even kind of impressed with it as well. Yeah, yeah. And then it's cut by Luke saying, what a hunk of junk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now we've already seen the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. yeah. And then we leave, and then we come back to it. Yeah. It doesn't really make any dramatic sense. No. Also, the scene with uh, Greedo uh-huh. and Jabba are duplicate scenes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, if one doesn't work, the other will take its place. Right. This It's almost exactly the same dialogue. Yeah. Plus, if he's in the Greedo scene, he's already put out the bounty. Right. In the Jabba scene, he threatens to put out the yes. bounty. Yeah. I know. So, you got to pick one and leave the other out of the film. Yeah. yeah it really, <laughs> no matter what happens, it'll always feel like I'm looking at a special feature. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's part of the movie yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. It feels like a scene that probably would have been cut because it wasn't interesting. Right. Um, and it was. It was a duplicating, um, you know, for so to cut for time. Right. Well, actually, I think it's cut because they couldn't do it convincingly. They couldn't right. the job electronic crap. But it crap does and, feel yeah. like it's, it's, it feels very unnecessary. And it also yeah. kills the drama of, of the reveal of Jabba in, in the, the Return of the Jedi. Right. And it ruins yeah. yeah. keep hearing about him. It also, ruins how, how menacing he is, too. Because he steps on his tail and he yeah. makes him kind of a goofy, cartoony face. Yeah. Well, also, if Jabba was so close, why didn't Greedo just. Go get Jabba to go get him. You know what I mean? Like why? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he's going yeah. to kill him. And yeah. The other thing is he's not allowed in the bar. Right. <laughs> it's also obvious too <laughs> right. that Jabba was supposed to be human. Right. Like him yeah. becoming this big slug was a decision made for Return of the Jedi. Right. It was, oh. It's like why did they have him walk around in that way? Yeah. You know, yeah. they actually had to digitally move. Oh on, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And also, that's still even though they've redone it, it still doesn't. Look it good. doesn't look good. Also, no. Jabba I f- doesn't feel like he gets anywhere anyway. You know what I mean? He, yeah. Like even in the third film, he's kind of just sitting there the whole time. Right. Except yeah. Curtain. Yeah. You know. Right. <laughs> Floats right. around on floating things. Yeah. Right. So for him to be like walking around like a like a. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's, just, it's weird that he yeah. would even go there if he's the leader of the. He's the Don Corleone yeah. guy. You yeah. know why he should be in his office somewhere, thinking of things, yeah. right? <laughs> or whatever happens in Godfather with like slave layers around. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> lots of slave layers. <laughs> and then the other way Lucas betrays himself in the changes is part of you know he wants to make Moss Eisley look busier, and that makes sense, and that. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. You weren't able to do that to your satisfaction. Add a little more now, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But that's not all he does. He can't stop there. Yeah. He has to add his goofy, yes. wacky yeah. scenes that I maybe a three-year-old likes. I don't know, right. but... I know. You know that's no, exactly yeah, I... I like when directors can actually make a director's cut and say, okay, here's the map of my movie. I want to put this back in, but I, I will I will be completely aware of how this like is a domino effect. Yeah. It doesn't feel like he does that with this because he, mm. he expands most Eisley, but he never shows us what Alderaan looks like. Right. It's like, well, why don't yeah. we get to see that? That's like a bigger plot point, yeah. you know? Um, you don't expand that. Mm-hmm. Show us a shot of a city there. Show us what yeah. Princess Leia's family looked like, something, yeah. you know? 
Although even if you did that, that would cause different dominoes to exactly, fall that way yes. because right. already we have this problem of whole planet <laughs> only Obi Wan's bothered by this. Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> uh, so if, we, if they showed it, then that would make that absence more conspicuous. Right. And yeah, he's the only one. He's yeah, the only, he's like a yeah. million voices screaming in terror, then suddenly silence. Yeah, no matter what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid force interrupting my plans. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily, no one else has to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a general sense. It just sort of feels like it moves so quickly. He doesn't want to give people time to actually feel. You know. I I, yeah. I never thought that until this time around. I'm like, this movie doesn't allow for emotion. Well, as you said, mm. that, that that scene where um, the the big you know the two moons and whatever it's mm-hmm. sort of so powerful but then he he recovers from his family being killed so quickly yeah, yeah right you know? and so which by the way would be rated r these days actually if he's like how, oh, how gr- that was really gruesome yeah. yeah is that the way it was originally oh, yeah. i don't remember yeah, always was yeah I, for some reason i remember it actually the skeleton lasting as yeah. long though for some reason because I, I i remember maybe it was cut on television though because i remember oh, like what be. the hell was that was that uh, a body that and this sense, you saw actually. actual skulls so, yeah. yeah i don't know if they extended that no i think so it's the same. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. So I think they cut it on television. Yeah. But, but then something happens that I actually like, that I actually think helps the film, but it does completely confirm what you said, that Lucas is trying to avoid emotion in this. Mm-hmm. Because, so we have the swell of the music, and the aunt and uncle are dead, he's staring at the suns and thinking about his future, and we don't stay with that very long. Right. We wipe to the TIE fighter heading toward the Death Star B, like, right. which I think is really cool. It's really impactful to me. Mm-hmm. But it is because the movie we're trying to make is not... A heavy drama. Right. It's right. Because we're trying to make an adventure. Right. So I think that goes overboard in the fact that no one ever reacts to anything you know, traumatic I at know. all. Although, at this, when, you, when they finally rescue Leia, you're kind of relieved that there's some comic... You know, like she she brings a comic element to it. Yeah, kind of a relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that actually works. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't her, seem like she's comic relief, but she kind of no. But yeah. her banter yeah. with Han is, right. is. I mean, it's just enjoyable. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I think C three PO is supposed to be comic relief, but it's so constant. Yeah, that yeah. it's just becomes he's part a, of the setting. Yeah. He's, as ir- <laughs> he's as irritating to us as he is to the character. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's there's, what makes it, yeah. there's that new piece of unintended uh, comic relief for me, where there's a scene where you see like these new CG creatures mm-hmm. and C three PO. He looks at them and says, I don't like the look of this. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I'm yes. like, neither do I, C3PO. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's almost like maybe the fans got into the disc and like added that. The, didn't Lucas think about that? <laughs> right. No. No, of course not. <laughs> no. Um, let's talk about the cinematic scenes and. Um, or lack we'll of. Something or lack of. Scene. And then. Yeah. Yes. So I guess I feel like. A scene should a should be, be a scene like like write an exit you know and like mm. make an entrance and make everything have a feel make me feel something you know and even Mark at one point turned to me and said it wiped to a scene when they talked about Alderaan for two sentences and it wiped back yeah. I'm like yeah that's not really a scene mm. and then I feel like a lot of the movie just kind of has like a really weird rhythm that doesn't even really have a rhythm you know mm-hmm. I really feel like the opening. Just it doesn't feel good to me, you know. They like the, the the shootout and all that. Like Darth Vader has a good entrance, but I don't know if it feels cinematic. You know, hmm. uh, John Williams makes it feel cinematic, but that might just be my nostalgia speaking. Because mm-hmm. of course, things are big in this movie. Things are really big, yeah. and but big isn't cinematic. I feel like things don't really get cinematic until um, Darth Vader uses the Force for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, like that whole thing. And I, and I don't know how much of that is because it looks like a Kubrick film all of a sudden. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel like, wow, this, there's pacing, there's drama, and like it's slowed down a bit. Everything else before that just kind of... It, it moves so fast that it feels slow. 
You know, does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I did feel the only the only time to me the pacing seems off is after the Jawas capture R two and they're loading him to the ship. It seems like we spent a lot of time watching that for no apparent well, reason. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. The first time ever There's a that. great point right there. So, <laughs> it's, it's like this. Great cinematic moment, right? <laughs> I, I, it's all rhythm and timing. <laughs> <laughs> great timing. Let's watch them pick him up. <laughs> yes. Now let's get to a close-up where he's like, we have to wait to see R2-D2's whole body leave the frame. Yes. Then we see like a wide shot of the vehicle and you see his Jawas. Yeah. And then it cuts to the same shot, right? <laughs> yes. Of them carrying him, yes. but like a little bit closer. <laughs> yes. Why don't we just cut to the inside of that vehicle? You know, yeah. like it's yeah. this, it, these weird things where it's like, you, are you showing off? Or what are you doing? Yeah. This, this, so, I, don't, I don't feel anything at this moment. Yeah. I, I have to admit, even though it doesn't make any sense why he would do it, I love that he falls over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do too. It doesn't make any sense at all. Exactly, but I, it's it's just great. It's I'm, like I'm willing for, to forego yeah. accuracy for something that actually feels really good cinematically. Yeah, yeah. you know why it works? What? So clearly, Lucas has a penchant for slapstick. Yeah, that mm, almost okay. never works. Right. Oh, okay. like all the added stuff when they enter Mos Eisley now, wacky. Because yeah. usually, involves winds up with someone making a ah face, you know, <laughs> yeah, or something right. goofy. That one works because R2 can't make those faces. Exactly. Yes. So there can't be a goofy reaction. And what also works is the the moment when C3PO just finally like smacks R2 on the head with yes. his hand. <laughs> yes. He yells at him about the message or something. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Has it, I mean, has anybody ever spoken out who worked on it on why these decisions were made? I don't know that anyone. I mean, some spokesperson must have said something. Well, all we, I mean, Lucas has said so. I mean, or at least given the impression. Part of this is he couldn't make the movie entirely one or two at the time because of budget and technical limits. I see. So well, that's the only one he ever says. That's his claim. He's still yeah. he's still trying to make the final version of the movie is his, the way he says it. He wasn't able to make the shitty movies that he can only make. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, it's weird. It's like... But I also hear that this was a film that was saved in editing. That oh. the editor came back. The first cut me. was just terrible, and the editor came back and that, like the sword fi- or the sword fight, the lightsaber yeah, battle was Same terrible, man. and the and all this other stuff, and just someone came in without Lucas and just edited it. This is what I've heard. Mm, really, yeah. that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean. When it's being a genre film, mm-hmm. that's when it's really well edited. Yeah. It's like he knows what the World War II <laughs> film is supposed to feel like. Yeah. So that's another cinematic moment. Yeah. The X-Wings, okay, like uh, when, they, when they get to formation, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, like my heart's racing. I'm like, yes. Yeah. This is amazing. There's so much drama in this because there's no talking. Mm-hmm. One thing I can't stand about the writing in this is that everyone talks, says what they feel all the time. Yeah. You know, there's no need for that. We don't need to see an actor convey being lost. Where are we? I don't know where we are anymore. <laughs> or how many times do we have to hear this? Where could he be? Yes. 3PO. Where could he be? Uh, and then it cuts to C3PO saying, oh, where could they be? Yes. Where are they? Where could they be? <laughs> they're, they're always talking like they can't, they can't just like be. They can't just yeah. do something. You know? Or I have a bad feeling about this. I have a bad yeah. feeling about this. <laughs> yeah. That's three times. Oh, yeah. It falls on Luke Which is, the most, though. Luke is the yeah. most like icky character. Yeah. You know, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Hey guys, wait for me. Yeah. <laughs> the other moments like that's like that to me where it's working because it's it's following its homage mm. is when Luke realizes that Bruno and Owen are in trouble or more past in trouble. And so he heads off and we wipe to him in the land speeder. Uh-huh. I think we wiped him arriving. And yeah, it's yeah. perfect. And yes, it's, it's because yeah, and it's it gets someone across, but it's 
absolutely emulating the style of his source material. Exactly. But it still wor- it works because of that, and it works because we get him there. You know, right. Boom, boom, boom. We're there. Right. So. Yeah, and, and it's true. You, you're watching that, and it, I don't think it's a bad thing to watch it and say, oh, this is totally those serials. Yeah, no, yeah. not it's, at all. It's not a bad thing to feel like you're reminded of those 40 sci-fis. No. It's not a bad thing, but then I think it's kind of bad when you're kind of stuck somewhere in between the homages. Yeah. And you're like, what's he doing now? Why are there these handheld shots of R2 being attacked by Jawas? Yeah. You know, what is that now? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? So that's where I feel like in the middle, in between the homages, mm-hmm. I don't know what the movie is. It doesn't feel like a movie to me. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, I, again, I feel like I'm watching like Dynasty or something. Like once in a while, <laughs> I'm like, I don't get what's happening or why I should care. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not until those cinematic yeah. moments where I'm just like, oh, okay, I like you, that you're doing the samurai film right now. Oh, yeah. I like that you're doing the Western right now. Yeah. I notice in the, in, the, in, the, in the chokey scene where he's choking that guy for yelling at him. They added a sound effect. I don't remember there being a sound effect there before. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. There's effect. like a low rumbling sound. Oh, I I feel like. See, I can't remember. If it, yeah, I feel I like it's always been either, there, but, but maybe I feel it like wasn't. that was added. And and you were mentioning the um, um, when Ben Kenobi shows up, his scream noise. The noise. Yeah, they changed that. Yeah. Now. Yeah, it used to sound uh, like what. Y- like a sound from Jurassic Park. It's used yeah. like a like a Velociraptor or something. <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's a sound later on that was made by a Jawa that sounds more like Ben Kenobi. <laughs> but like in that scene, like it, I can't even emulate it. I, mm. I I said to Mark, like this sounds like 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 when Beck's doing funk. Like it's like a falsetto scream. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that Ben Kenobi? Mm-hmm. Why did that get changed? To make it less scary, maybe. To be uh, there is. I found oh, a detailed analysis. Scary. <laughs> yeah, that was the goal, and they wanted to make it sound like. Y creature instead of X creature. And of course, it can be identified. Some nerd has found what stupid creature that we'd ever spend any time on in the movies it sounds like, you know. See, that, that's where it's like, just, yeah. I don't know, when, when you, like, what, it's kind of like your issue with, like, the world building in Adventure Time. Yeah. I feel like when you start caring that much about your space opera, yeah. then you're, you're, you're not admitting that you wanted to make a space opera in the first place. Right. You know? Right. Yes. And you want to build out this world, but you don't have anything to start with. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have no foundation. Right. And so, oh, goody, Trade Federation. <laughs> um, you know. We have a blockade. Hooray. <laughs> Mark? Oh, no, um, one thing that's always bothered me about the movie, a little nitpick that actually it was kind of worse now, but I now have a theory that makes me feel better about it all. I've always been bugged that no one can ever say Han's name the same way <laughs> and he doesn't care. Right. <laughs> you know, he never corrects anyone. Is it Han? Is it on? We don't know. But then this time I realized, Oh, Alderaan's the same way. Yep. It's the Nevada of yes. the Galactic Empire, <laughs> right. you know? Um, and also even the Millennium Falcon Vulcan. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I realized, okay, so what's happening is we have a lot of an American production being done in a British studio. Right. Yeah, yeah. So there's all this cross-pollination of how to pronounce those weird A's. And it even switches. A lot of the British guys wind up saying the American ass out. Right. It's yeah. like they're all saying it all this way. And, and, and even Carrie Fisher starts to turn British at one point. Well, she starts British. Yeah. She, oh, she starts. starts. And but then when it comes not, to, like, when she cuts to the close-up, she's American. <laughs> Darth Vader. <laughs> and then it cuts to her like Jersey accent. Like, and, like, and then like it pops up again later on when she talks about I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, <laughs> so it's not just when she's trying to be ambassadorial. Ah, uh, that's the impression well, I sort yeah. of got. It's possible, but it's just not consistent. Yeah. Well, it's a and else, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, true, 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 true. It's not. I mean, this isn't a film about subtleties like that. It's no a mistake. Yeah, I mean, you wonder is is the film is, is it just that is it like a right place at the right time? 
for the for like, I don't think what do you the, mean, well meaning you mean that what like, made it, uh, I wonder like does the film, the, the, film, the film doesn't hold up to a lot of scrutiny probably for a reason because mm. it was you know it's a pre- maybe it's just a really shallow kind of film oh it is yeah it definitely it's, is but um, and the fact that it's a phenomena is again right place right time technology pushing the envelope that, in that way some of that mm-hmm. and nothing like that had been attempted in a long time that kind of movie that you right. know the space adventure you know a space adventure right know. I mean, it's the same reason that Indiana Jones, also a Lucasfilm production, was so popular. It's like, oh, God, we wanted to see what would happen if there was a modern-day African queen. Yeah. I think at this point, it's just like, it's it's kind of the reason why, like, like Kill Bill and Glorious Bastards are, like, Mm -hmm. so popular. It's just like, oh, how cool. We're seeing a mashup of, oh, actually, Glorious Bastards was the samurai western. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's like in movies, science fiction got really serious. Mm Mm-hmm. 2001, you know, yeah. silent running. It was all, you know, Logan's run even, you know, boils down to a, an old guy talking for an hour, you know. Um, <laughs> and this was just pure, which was later anyway. <laughs> Logan's run was after anyway. But um, yeah, so here was something that was just pure fun that brought back an energy that had been gone from the movies for a long time and harnessed new technical achievements to yeah. be able to do it. So I actually, I, I, I every time I watch it, I can always put myself back to it. Uh, the first time I saw the special effects, I'm always blown away. Mm-hmm. That first shot, you're just sitting there looking at this, like the, the curve of a planet, and just seeing this huge yeah. ship that's flying over your head. Yeah, that's it. Still blows me away. And I think that's part of why the last scene is the last sequence is less interesting to me now because they've they've cleaned it up, mm-hmm. and now it just looks like every other space battle I see. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. and I've lost that feeling of wonder I had about it when I first saw it. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I think I think for me, I still like the the rhythm of of the Death Star. I think it's the best it's the best rhythmically edited part of the whole movie. Yeah, that makes so sense. I, so, so I still like it. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I still think it's really funny that the, it kind of ends kind of like wordless with you know <laughs> the big metal sequence. You know, the big metal. Uh, the metal, not like the big heavy metal. Oh, like, metal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. The, the, this, the, yeah, the so great that that has no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that has no that words. That ceremony is so much better than oh. that other ceremony that yeah, will well. not be named. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh no, I lost my. Go. Talking about the love dub. No, I'm the what? The, the, um, the third film. Oh, the okay. third film. Yeah, yeah. The love dub. Okay. Yes. I, it love opens dub. wonderfully. I wanted. That's what it was. It opens wonderfully, and I feel like maybe they all open wonderfully. But that opening is great when that ship just yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah. over your head. Yeah, you know, it's it's super. And it explains so much, you know. It's yeah, such a, it's such mm-hmm. a great like it's a visual. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? You don't See? need to know. You don't need to ask which one's the rebels. Exactly, yeah. and you know what? Honestly, that's like I, I. This is a prime example of really good use of what they call in media res, mm-hmm. like throwing yeah. you into the middle yes. of the action. And now that you've made these prequels, it doesn't even. It, you, you're you're kind of diminishing the power of that opening. Of Star yeah, yeah, Wars, yeah, yeah. You know, because most times I would people attempt in media res, they can't do it. Without following it up with three days earlier, yeah, right. you know, yeah oh my god, no need this time, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. We understand. We see what's going on, right? Yeah, that so much. Yeah, this is my first, the first time that I've watched it and thought, oh, stormtroopers are cute. Oh, I've always had well. There there's just a bunch so, of guys just kind of walking the way around. They stumble around and almost slip on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And stuff. Yes. yeah, that's well. The gear, adorable. the gear fetish in this movie is awesome. Yeah, that one shot kills them. So what's well, yeah, the, what's yes. the, the yeah, all armor that armor is not helping. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I noticed first first time C three PO kind of has a package. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. yeah. Well, this the, and not the, a badass. <laughs> the, the other the thing the thing is is, is I and mean, this is probably the worst example of how bad 
like how bad aim the, the aim is. Oh yes, they never yes. They, they don't kill anybody. In fact, yeah. you know, except in the first scene, right? Uh, they're not killing. They anybody. don't seem to have gotten any kind of training at all about anything. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> communications. It's like, yeah, you know, it's like they never know what's going on. They're breaking protocol all the time. And that's, I like, mean, that's okay because we don't want any of those characters to die. We know they're not going to die. Right. They're going to survive. Right. But right. They, especially now since we've seen the film, so mm. it's kind of fun. You know, that yeah. they walk across and the bullets go right around them. Yeah. Right. You know, or the lasers, whatever they're called. Yeah. But then they do kill someone that we know. They kill that's true. Obi-Wan. No, but that's not, not with not with the shooting. Right. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dark I'm, just, I'm just saying of all the, the characters that we right. learned yeah. to oh, love yeah. through the course of the film. Yeah, the one moment of severity, actually, yes. by the way, is that, like, yeah. like Millions of people that. have died, but they'll but we don't know them, right? <laughs> yes. Well, actually, the funny thing is, here's avoidance: is uh, you actually do see Luke Skywalker feeling really bad about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Princess Leia comes up and puts a cloak on him because the guy gets grief is cold. Yes, and <laughs> and, and 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 then Han Solo says, um, "We're not out of it yet." And then dum, 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 the yeah. music starts right back up again. It's like okay, there's not enough yeah. time to feel that. So yeah, he's yeah. he's actively doing it. Yeah, yeah, but again, he's way more broken up about Obi Wan than he was about Owen and Beru. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I, I love yeah. I love that moment when like it's a two shot like Leia walks in and he's like I just wish Ben were back and I'm just thinking to myself Leia's probably thinking fuck you I lost my plan exactly yes. but again she never really think, seems all bump, that bothered by I think it. they yeah. do that on a diplomatic the chicken special oh they do I think they do oh, okay. that. somebody does yeah. it either that or family guy the family guy one yeah. they make that too yeah. Yeah. Well, like most wealthy people her family's probably off the planet already, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true well I love when she comes back Alderaan's the, just their winter home right it's their winter moon but she comes back the first time you see her with the Federation like the commander walks in and says oh you're alive we'd figure the worst when Aldron was destroyed. And just kind of walk and talk about their next plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no severity even there. They're not even it, it, happy. It's, it's more like, oh, good, you didn't get caught in the rainstorm. Exactly, right. <laughs> yes. That's what it feels like. So, well, anyway, did you see last week's Walking Dead? Uh, yeah. <laughs> she is the only woman in the film, too. Once yeah. The, I mean, you see it a little bit in the bar, but after that bar scene, yeah. there are no other women. That's true. Well, zero. And Baru, but. Yeah, no, after, after, after that, the bar uh, scene, after the bar scene, yeah, yeah. that's true. Woman. That's true. There are no women working for the the Empire. Amber is like Cora from Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, she sits there the whole time while he's yeah. chastising. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> Mary's a grown up now. You do know that, Robert? <laughs> and like, like Owen, Owen. Okay, so why does Obi Wan lie to him? I mean, about obviously you could come up with reasons, but it seems weird that he would lie to him about his father. You don't want to tell someone that their father is the most evil person in the universe. That's a good Maybe point. not, but we, maybe not, but it does not right away. seem kind not of Not when you just met them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a third date. To- also, <laughs> also Aunt, Aunt Owen and Uncle whatever. Beru. Wait, Beru, Aunt Beru, whatever. Uncle Owen. Yeah, whatever. They, they, <laughs> Aunt Owen. They know that Luke is, va- or they know yeah. that yeah. Luke is Anakin, at least, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, son. Right. So the looks that they cut to yeah. when he's talking about joining the Federation and all that, mm-hmm. is that knowing looks? I yeah, mean, those are yeah. knowing looks. Was oh, yeah. thinking this whole, they all, they all this give... whole story in place when they shot that, is what I'm asking. <gasps> and were those looks intended for Oh, I don't know. I don't those know. those looks just, oh, we don't want to lose him. I honestly don't Wait, know. They not know. Well, no, I, I think it's a middle ground. They're aware that at least Luke's father was involved 
Right. Or was killed. Yeah. 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 Which yeah. is what, so. what Obi-Wan said. Right. Yeah, because they didn't know that he was going to be his father, right, when they made this film. I don't think so. I don't know, but I mean, but there, there's an interesting line of like, um, he's just not a farmer, Owen. Looks a lot like his father. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. I know, you know? but that's yeah. still but, a line with him being killed. Yeah. Right. That would no. still work in that case. That's what I'm afraid of. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, there's something in, there's, there's, there's something in, in those looks that even, um, I love the looks that they have, like the, the, these foreshadowing looks. There's a mm-hmm. part that cracks me up when um, Ben Kenobi um, says, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's like, uh, he says something like, uh, is he dead? Luke mm-hmm. asks if he's dead. He says, yeah. is he dead? No. And he kind of looks up here like he's looking at the storyboards. Like, yeah. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's me. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could have just, you just said that. Yes. <laughs> Um, I love that though. Obi Wan Kenobi. I wonder if he means old Ben Kenobi. Yes. <laughs> Family Guy hit that hard. Mm. In Family Guy, was Obi Wan Kenobi. I wonder if he means Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of the Obi Wan, or even a lot of the, the, the you know, I've, I've read things where they've discovered like over thirty point similarities between the Star Wars story and Dune. Mm. Oh, so yeah. He lifted a lot of. Oh, things, sure. You know. Oh, yeah. In, in, in addition, I mean, mainly one of them being the Arabic um, culture mm-hmm. um, in on the desert planet. Yeah, um, that's only one of many things, though. Yeah, and, but he just called them sand the people. Sand people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this movie is pretty damn racist. Yeah, it, yeah. People talk about the prequels, but it's like no, it extended. It, it started. With well, the yeah. sand, well, it was a more sand sub- people was a racist thing. Well, well, it may not be intended. He was just trying to think of something to call these. Yeah. Creatures that live in the sand. Right. You know? yeah. Sure. And that, that go out and steal and, and, and yeah. sell your goods, you know? Well, the way it's racist to me is the way, like, uh, that Chewbacca is always treated as a pet. Right. Yeah. Even though he's the like first pet. Ba- it's like he's a sentient being, right. but we can still talk about him in front of him right. as if he were a dog. Yeah. 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 Part of it is that voice, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's Lucas's <laughs> inability to decide if he has... Adva- you know, sentient advanced beings or mm. cute little animals. Right, yeah. right, right. Because he wants to sell the toys of the cute little right, animals. Yeah. But he needs someone to fill a character slot. Don't they <laughs> yeah. show, like, Chewbacca's family in a later film? Or one of they the do. Films? Okay. Yeah. Wait, do they? Yeah. yeah. I know they do in the holiday special, but... Oh, yeah, the holiday special. The dreaded holiday yeah, special. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, I, I must have seen that. No, no, that, that's the Arthur. <laughs> oh, I always get those confused. <laughs> Are you playing with R2 again? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I think we're probably about at the time where we should start voting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Anything else you want to... still very difficult for me, so Is I'm going to wait. Do we, okay. do we just vote? <laughs> I can go. Yeah, like I can lead. Gold or gold. You want to lead? I'll lead, yeah. Okay, why don't we let uh, Tim lead the voting? Well, a couple gold things. Or gold. I did mention that my change perspective is that last time I'd seen these movies, both Luke and C-3PO came off as really annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, their whininess was very paramount to me. This time, C-3PO didn't bother me. It's like you all said that everyone's annoyed by him, so it works in-universe, and it's not that bad. So he kind of works for me now. And I appreciate him more, even though it's like he almost like left R2 to die. But, you know, right. but then when he got a good break, he he he, he smoothed over it. Mm-hmm. And then Luke is supposed to be a teenager. I mean, right. about a 25 year old, but he's supposed to be a teenager. Yes. And that came up that I felt that more this time. Yes, he whines, but he's a teenager. Right. Um, so it's OK. And he get, he moves from there to heroic as as the monomyth dictates, mm-hmm. you know, reasonably. Um and works out and stay, keeps his head and stays together. So, you know, I saw in him this time the hero I saw in him when I originally saw oh, it. Okay. So, 
So yeah, it has a lot of little problems. Honestly, not as many as I thought it would when I watched it this time. You know, I still think there are some pacing problems, but there's editing that fixes them. Mm-hmm. You know, when it stays true to its serial roots, it works best. Um, you know, it's still... Yeah. Um, I lost interest in the pew-pew at the end. I think that's more me than the movie. Mm. So yeah, it still holds up. And you know, it's hard to watch because of all the changes that have been made to it since then. It's hard to see what movie is there. But I can mostly, and I... St- Still love that movie, and I still think it's really good, in spite of its little problems. Where Lucas fucked up, other people covered for him. So, it all works. And still gold. Alright. One gold from Tim. Who wants to be next? I'll say something. Sure. I'm not going to be next. I I think it... it, I mean, even though it's kind of a, it's a complicated mess, um, and I have complicated feelings about it, mm. it's still very uncanny. Um, mm. Throughout it, it's still a very weird film, and I could, mm. you know, especially the beginning, and you know, I was exper- felt like I was experiencing it very similarly the way the, I first saw it, which, I, of course, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still odd, you know, mm-hmm. and the aesthetics are interesting, and, you know, when it's not, you know... Um, when it's not being cheesy, it's mm. it's still a very very strange experience, and it's a, a weird little world. But uncanniness, I think, keeps it gold mm. for me. Mm-mm. Okay, two golds, two golds. All right, Mark and Tim, two yes. golds. Would you like to be next? Is this the official score? Sure. Oh no, I'm, I'm just writing something down so I don't forget it because I often do when, when we go through this. I hope he doesn't thing. forget we said gold. Yeah. Yes. Okay, fine. I'll put a G here and a O here. Two golds. Oh, jeez. Who's next? Oh. I think HP is. Oh, okay. So I um I think watching it. For the first time in a long time, like really watching it as a movie made me really appreciate it a lot more this time. Because mm-hmm. I think I, it fell out of favor for me mm-hmm. over the years. And I think it's because, be, it might be because, this is complicated, but it might be because of my hatred for Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, okay. my hatred of Return of the Jedi was amplified by my love for The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and which then made me kind of think of Star Wars as this inferior film, mm-hmm. you know? But if I just watch this and just imagine this being in 1977, being mm-hmm. the only film you know about, mm-hmm. yeah, there is an uncanniness to it. There's, some, there's, there's, there's something really kind of cool about how, uh, how alienating it is at first, you know? Um, you don't know what you're in for. You're, you're, you're literally thrust into space and this huge carrier just flies over your head. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a moment. Yeah. That's monumental. It's mm-hmm. great. You've never seen anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I, when, I, when, I, when I see it as this, this, as this pastiche of, uh, of his childhood and what mm-hmm. he wants to do, this like nostalgic romp through his head, mm-hmm. I think it, it really works that way. It's, 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 he's, he's basically saying, look, I'm not making sci-fi here. Mm-hmm. He's saying, I'm not trying to make 2001. I'm trying to give you the adventure I always wanted. And mm-hmm. I think it works. I think it's really fun. I think it's a really fun movie. Is it best picture material for 1977 because it was nominated for best picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it best picture material? Um, I think it's one of those things where it's like you know, uh, there's a reason why the technical technical achievement awards were made in the, at the Oscars. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's. I still don't know if it's a really like, great film. I don't. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I, I say it's gold. Okay, mm-hmm. that's three goals. Look, I'm putting it down so that I don't forget. <laughs> All right, now it's my turn. Wow. Don't, don't disappoint us. This is, it's difficult um, because no other film is like this where it feels like y- you go into the house that you grew up in 
mm-hmm. right? You haven't been there in like a couple decades. Mm-hmm. Someone else lives there now. There's a lot of things that are different and some things that are the same. And you're going through the house and you're mm-hmm. noticing all of it. Mm-hmm. And you're not, wow. instead, you're not like thinking, oh, I, I stood here and this is where mom measured mm-hmm. my growing. The, you look, you can still see the pencils. No, they've been painted over. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? That's how this feels. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it's, a, it's really a struggle to watch it as a film, as I've said before, and think of it as a, fi- mm-hmm. as, as a new film that I have to watch and vote on. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so then I ask myself, okay, am I voting uh, – am I deciding if it's old or gold based on when it came out, like how it felt then? Or if it came, if it came out now, that doesn't make any sense. I can't do that because that's time travel and paradoxes and, blah, and the whole world will explode. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. So And a big ring will at any Two of the things that I always use as a, as a, as a, as a way of voting is uh, was there – a good story and a good character mm-hmm. arc. Do, do we follow someone through a path of, you know, they, they're in a place, they're a comfortable place, but they're not happy. And then they move to a happy place. Yes, that happens mm-hmm. for Luke. And you might even say for Han or Han. Han Han. Han Han. Mm-hmm. And maybe even Chewie. No, no, we don't know much about Chewie because we never understand what he's saying. And the droids. Um, and he's treated as an object. Right. And yes, and petted. And, yes. <laughs> Um, yes, all that stuff works, and I and the whole uh, fighting against an evil empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, this is great, and mm-hmm. the the pew pew lasers I like mm-hmm. in moderate yeah. amounts, yeah. and I think this has an acceptable amount. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and also, the other thing that I use is would I watch this again mm-hmm. in, in a reasonable like amount of time, like mm-hmm. a couple months, if I wanted to say, let's watch the Star Wars movies. Uh, this is one of them that I would watch again. So adding all that up together, obviously, my vote is gold. So, yay! Add explosions with rings! <laughs> Explos- so, oh, R2! So, oh, I've lost R2! So that's a way better analogy than some things I was thinking, because I may have... I may not be voting honestly still, because I still am looking past the changes, yeah. the recent changes. Uh-huh. And maybe I shouldn't be, maybe I shouldn't be factoring them. But still, even if I consider them, they're not yet damaging enough that yeah. they've ruined the movie. Yeah. That could still happen. Right. Yes. If he keeps working on it. <laughs> right. Well, but, he you doesn't know, own it now, so hopefully he can't touch it anymore. But all I can think of is not nearly as good an analogy as yours, but I was thinking, suppose you're like hiking a trail and in Hawaii or some beautiful location, but it's ruined because you keep tripping over beer bottles that your tour guy has thrown down. <laughs> and that's kind of what it was is there the newer versions you get to you know, I like so. that that one's funnier I, I have to admit you just imagine over here is the world, that's where the droid was but right. he's I took having but he's having a better time he is he, yes oh I like that I like that a lot yes he's definitely enjoying himself as the money pours in <laughs> yes. right and um, yeah okay well that's it we're out of time okay so um, next Next episode, we are going to look at The Empire Strikes Back, the second film. And in that episode, we will decide... Smackdown. The Smackdown, which of the two films is the best, Empire or Star Wars? Star Wars or Empire? Technically, it's better because you're only comparing two things. (laughs) (laughs) Good point. 
This oh. has also been an ongoing battle between me and Mark. Ah, mm. yes, and that's why you were... I had never heard the phrase, Empire Strikes Back is better until I'm at HP. No. <laughs> and, 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 you know, this is really good because this allowed, this allowed me to watch Star Wars again. And uh, I'm willing to revisit my opinion, mm-hmm. if you are. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll a lot of new thoughts time. came up in this film, so a lot of new thoughts may come up in the next one. Could change things for the better or the worse? Could break up a relationship? Who knows? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Old vs. Gold is a production of Hidden Deadly. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash hiddendeadly. We're also on Twitter at Hidden Deadly, where you can send us questions about this podcast with the hashtag OldVGold. Go to oldvgold.com to find more episodes and more information about this podcast. You can also find us on iTunes, where you can subscribe and give us a rating. Thanks for joining us. 